It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products, like buying back your Ikea items for store credit. Or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com slash circular. Visit ikea-usa.com slash circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. I'm standing high up in the Brecon Beacons, just near the village of Crickhowl. I'm on what's called, well, what's locally known as the Thlangatic Escarpment. It's a great sort of quarried hill with a wonderful open landscape below it. And I'm heading across this through these old quarries and below these cliff faces. Um, And there's lots of snow around. But really, I'm looking for the first signs of spring. We're we're mid-February now. And... There's lots of birdsong, but I can actually still see snow on the ground around me. Now, there's a little bit of ancient woodland further on where I'm told there might be lesser spotted woodpeckers. It's a bird I've never seen in Britain, and I'd love to see if I can catch up with it. So that's my mission for today, the lesser spotted woodpecker, but we'll see what we can find along the way. There's quite a few chaffinches, that cascading note. And that pink of the pink pink of the chaffinch. There we go, that's the male chaffinch's call song. A very distant rooster and a carrion crow up on the crags. So I'm following a nice little path. Above me are these strange conical mounds. Uh, spoil heaps from the quarries here, which are now being well, now grassed over and in spring and summer there's lots of really interesting wildflowers here. And above that are some really sheer cliffs. I've reached a broader track here below the spoil heaps and below the quarried cliff faces. This track was once a, a tramway that took the quarried limestone from the rock faces all the way down into the valley where presumably it would have been taken on by the canal, the Monmouth-Breckenshire Canal, 
and used in lime kilns and for all sorts of various purposes in the great furnaces of South Wales. Clearly there are lots of little bits and pieces of little buildings, crumbling ruins that indicate this was once a real sort of real busy area. Molehills, lots of molehills. That's probably the biggest industry here at the moment. Most industrial, industrious workers are the moles. There's absolutely loads of them. But there's still lots of snow on the ground, so I think we're probably a little too high for a lot of the bird life. We need to move on a bit and then drop down into these woods, which are probably about half a mile further on. You're coming to a large patch of snow here. Yeah, there's surprisingly a lot of it, and yet we're you know, down in the valleys. They won't have seen snow for three or four weeks. So, um, yeah, amazing how these north-facing snow slopes don't seem to uh, get any warmth here or any sunshine. I'm now coming to the edge of the... Well, where the tramway bends around the cliff face. But at the bottom of the cliffs, it's a fairly precipitous drop down into the valley below. And I can see the woods below me that I'm keen to have a look at. I've come off the top and down to where the robins sing. Rather wistful little phrases. That, I think, is a coal tit. Coal tit or great tit. Not one of my strong points. I'm going to see if I can get a bit closer, get my binoculars out and work out make a final final idea on this bird. It's a little grove of, amazing grove of hawthorns, moss-covered rocks and the cliffs high above. So I tracked this bird all the way into this wonderfully gnarled hazel, um, hawthorn. And uh, it is a cultit. and it's going, going through its full repertoire of songs, which admittedly aren't like a number of Beethoven symphonies. It's quite a, quite a limited. It's got this one and the one we heard earlier. And then the... So I've descended down this muddy path into the valley and um, the hawthorns are now giving way to some oaks here oaks and hazel, incredibly gnarled hazels. Yeah, there goes a nut hatch. That high-pitched call. It's got something in its beak. And there's another one calling. A raven up above us. Uh, a raven cronking 
high above me, rowing across the sky. Great tip there, just above me. Soft, two thin, a few thin notes, and then a chuckle. They've got so many different calls there. There's that nut hatch again. close to that missile thrush. I'll try and get a bit closer. The trouble with missile, missile thrush songs is that they have this sort of distant quality about them. So no matter how close you try to get, you never quite feel you're there. Quite ventriloquial, really. That's a, another alarmed blackbird. Still can't get into the woods, so I'm going underneath a hazel tree covered in these lovely catkins. There are sort of early spring flower, if you like, tree flower. Not the prettiest of blossoms, but it's, well, not pretty in the conventional sense. Now I've reached a very pretty stream. Lots of little pools. I don't think it's deep enough for fish. Anyway, it's this time of year where it's pretty chilly and so only fish would be sensibly downstream in deep pools, but I've got to somehow get across here on the wobbliest looking stepping stones. So I'm halfway now. Oi. surrounded by a, little, uh, a flock of blue tits and a, and a few great tits. Absolutely no sign of lesser spotted woodpeckers. It is their time of year but perhaps they've declined so much that there just isn't a population here anymore. But then again, my skills aren't that great, so I could easily miss them. There's a sheep here, another sheep. She's given birth to a little lamb, just on a absolutely newborn. I'm gonna keep my distance. It can only be a few hours old. It looks like there's two lambs there. Bless the little buttons. Still plenty of shelter in the woods for them. Now here's an interesting bird. I'm not sure what that is. It feels like a marsh tit, but... 
you try and creep a bit closer. Like a little sneezing call. Achoo, achoo. So I tried to get a bit closer to that, um, that bird, but uh, there was a great tip there, and maybe that's what it was. It just didn't feel quite right. Still. We'll walk back, I'll walk back that way in a bit. Lovely robin singing in one of the big ash trees here. A distant wood pigeon crooning in the woods. There's a tree creeper just up ahead of me. And I've just had one little glimpse of him running up a tree. I wonder if I get another, be lucky enough to get a second glimpse. Yes. Bullfinch. Bullfinch just came across. It's amazing. I'm just walking back along the path as if these birds are waiting for me to go by. And a pheasant sneaking through the woods. Male pheasant. You can pick up that bird high up in the sky. It sounded very like a red pole to me. It's a rattling call. Amazing little five minutes there. Tree creeper, bullfinch and red pole. So we're following the stream for probably half a mile then climb back up onto the tram track and back to the car. It's early evening and I'm back home in my garden, looking over the Usk Valley. And um, it was a good half hour's climb back up to my car, so I was quite tired by the end of that. But I did play that strange bird song to a friend who's quite, quite an expert, quite an expert birder. And he thought it was probably a great tit, though too indistinct to say for sure. So I'm holding out hope that it might have been a marsh tit. But I hope you enjoyed my walk and that's early spring. There's a bit of bird song out there. But I look forward to doing another recording later in the year when some of our migrant birds have arrived. But I'll let the birds have the last word. Here's a song thrush from down the bottom of the garden and a robin. <laughs> 